Demipia is a world filled with horrors and darkness. Its people enact torments against each other, and foul creatures lurk beneath the earth. This tale contains subjects some may find distressing. You have been warned. Previously. You're up by the waterfall, overlooking the village. You can see people going into the tyrant's head. A couple of other people wandering about. The saviour beacon is illuminating the central square of the village. One of the lights is on in the manor house. A fog rolls in off the mountains from up the valley from where where you went to see Hoyledan. Or like up in that direction anyway. And quickly covers you all and you start finding it quite difficult to see. So Malagria hears through the fog singing. Blah, 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 blah. You start making your way to the edge of the waterfall and you can still hear the singing. Blah, 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 blah. The trees end and you come towards the cliff and there's someone stood there at the very edge of the cliff. It looks like she's she's facing away from you. It looks like a young girl just facing away from you at the top of the cliff. Without looking, she says, No, please, not again! And and falls off, falls face first off the cliff. What the fuck? And you hear, Ah! You run back and close the gate and you start turning and you see something shuffling ahead of you and she turns to look at you and you can see her legs are broken in lots of places and half of her face is crushed in she's staring at you and her eyes are pools of darkness and a bit of her mouth is hanging off further into the village from where you are you catch the very faint sound of a scream that's quickly cut short so you run through the village and you run into um Milano Daste, who is the son of Toric Daste, who sat on the floor, rocking backwards and forwards like this. Um, he looks older than you remember him. I didn't mean, no, I didn't, no, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, no, no, I'm, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. After not very long, um, you see a candle through one of the windows and Donald comes down and unlocks and unbars the door and opens it and goes, it's late. Those of you that are sleeping, your sleep is plagued by horrible dreams. dreams. You see the storm break over the mountains and rush down the steep valley sides towards your little boat. Within moments the shallow vessel begins to rock violently as the wind and river toss it from side to side. You can hear your parents shouting to the deck crew between pearls of thunder, struggling to maintain some form of control. All you can manage is to wrap your arms around the thin mast and hold on for dear life. A sudden cry of alarm and the boat lurches to one side. You are torn from your safe hold and thrown into a pile of crates, breaking your arm. You scream in pain, but the noise is whisked away. Through the driving rain, you see a massive shape spanning the water, swiftly moving towards you. A bridge, maybe. A flash of lightning shows this to be true. But what are those shapes moving across it? Passing under the bridge, you hear the clank of chains above you. Somebody shouts, but too late. The chains descend, bearing all kinds of wicked spikes. You see your father impaled through the chest, lifted from his feet and thrown into the water. 
Screams fill the air around you, and you curl into a ball and shut your eyes. Maybe it will all just go away. The boat hits something and lurches again. Again you are thrown from where you hide, this time landing in the shallows. You struggle against the pain in your arm to get onto dry land. When you see dark figures striding towards you, one of them is swinging something. You feel a sharp pain in your head, and then there is only darkness. So, what, I mean, I don't know about you, but I had some pretty horrifying dreams happen. Yeah. I was there. Uh, I was in chains and, and labouring with a horrible life ahead of me and no hope, and all I could think about was the pain and the exhaustion and the darkness. I had a dream that I was some kind of dictatorial lord of some sort who was kind of enjoying the pain of my subjects, basically, and, like, flaying them alive and... Yeah, it was pretty pretty dark. It reminded me of maybe what some of those cultists have been doing in mm. the temple. I think I've had a dream like that recently as well. Not very good. Yeah, I, I'm trying to remember my dream. <laughs> I don't want to remember it because it was horrible. <laughs> um, I was like an ancient... I feel like I was an ancient person. I feel like this happened in the past. I gave my people lots of things and then they betrayed me and like didn't appreciate me. So I was going to make them suffer. But then I was like trying to attack them and I found that I was kept underground and I couldn't escape and I was buried underground. Mm. I feel like I'm some like powerful, I don't know, powerful evil buried underground. I feel like it's like Mm -hmm. to do with like the ancient things that are under the mountain Mm, that shouldn't be meddled with or... This sounds like my dream and kind of your dream as well. Um, Is Malagre going to share with the group? I will say I was the girl. You dreamt that you were the girl. What happened? I was being chased. By who? Someone. I don't know. Someone larger. Did you fall off the cliff? The last thing I heard was my legs breaking. And oh, I God. Oh. What, did you, what did you guys dream about? <laughs> Mine was quite non-specific. I, too, was sort of being chased. I did a lot of weeping, and I was in a lot of pain. A lot of chest pain. But I don't remember a lot of specifics. It was generally it was just quite full of anguish. You might have been the girl as well. <laughs> Maybe um, Torik's son? Um, <laughs> mine seems not related to any of yours at all. I was me in my dream, and um, me and my father were on a boat. Um, but I wasn't I wasn't enjoying this boat experience. It was, it was foggy, but I'm using that not because it was foggy, but as in I was, like, blind and panicked, and um, I fell on this boat and broke my arm. And when I managed to get up, I saw my father impaled. That's the dream that I had, yeah, some moons ago. Did you, in in your dream about your father, did you, were you attacked? I can't really remember because that was... The um, bridge at Sorrow's Nook had spikes yes, on it. He was stabbed, like, and we were in a boat. But he was stabbed. But I don't know my father because <laughs> I'm an orphan. Oh. So I just, I dreamt in the dream it was. I just knew that it was him, but I don't know him in real life. I've had the same dream. You had this injury about your dad? I remember the one I just had seemed like a bit like the one you had about sort of lolling it over the pain of your underlings and things like that. Yeah, that's what your one sounded like, actually. Well, I feel as though we're taking on the, the memories or experiences of places and people around. I'm not sleeping here again tonight. Yeah, as long as it's out of the fog, preferably near some goats, I'm really happy. <laughs> Morning comes, you go downstairs, tavern hasn't been opened yet. Donald sort of listlessly comes down eventually, which is well, I suppose you want breakfast. I ask him, how are you feeling today? Oh, great. I feel like I haven't slept in a while. I'll, I'll, get some, I'll get something on. And he wanders into the kitchen. 
Where's Tibor, please? Tibor comes down, also looks very tired. Mm. All right, pal. I don't like it here. I don't like. I don't like this village. No. How long do you think that you're gonna carry on waiting for? Oh God knows. Well, I'm. I'm. Somebody knows something. Ventureveni has been very elusive. This might sound odd, but do you think he's being deliberately? Oh yes. Yeah, okay. It's not like he. Uh, is no. Suddenly he can't remember things. Which one's Ventureveni again? <laughs> So Vindraveni is the seneschal of the village. So, so the, the like the mayor. How much do we want to confide in Tibor? My, my, I want to confide in Tibor. I mean, he, <laughs> Tibor. We know Tibor's not letting on everything he knows, but also I feel like we have some kind of sort of shared experience of arriving here from outside, and we're all yeah. experiencing some stuff, weird stuff, and he'd be more likely to believe us. Ultimately, we haven't told that much to each other about ourselves, so like, I don't feel like I have got less reason to trust him because... Why did Tibor want to come again? To meet this guy that you can't find. Daedron. I'm going to suggest to Tibor that we might all find somewhere else to sleep if he wants to join us. I think that's probably a good idea. Horrible dreams. Horrible dreams. I thought it was the beer or the mountain mountain blood. (laughs) Mountain blood can do that to you. Yeah. (laughs) Just out of interest, what have you been dreaming about? What have been the sort of... Oh, uh, I don't know, like being on a boat and falling off cliffs and uh, like something going inside me and not very nice things. We've all been Mm. having the same dreams. Really? Yeah, we think it's something magical. That's worrying, isn't it? Yeah, we should probably sleep outside the village from now on. We know a witch in a hut. A witch in a hut? Fantastic! Let's go now! We we went on a bit of a walk yesterday and we noticed from being able to have more of a view that uh, the fog seems to be quite... It doesn't seem to be foggy outside of this quite immediate area. That's if you worrying. want to find a different place yeah. to... It seems to, to be... Chilling. That's very worrying. And we kind of... Um, we tried to sort of detect the type of magic in the fog and it seemed to be a magical thing. Mm-hmm. So um, Donald comes over with, with some food for you all and says, well, I'm, I'm going to need some money, but this food isn't great, I'm afraid. I just... I just... Uh, I just don't don't have it in me to cook stuff. And so it's like some cold sausages and like a bit of yesterday's stew. Some other people come in and like everyone looks like they haven't slept and looks drained. More bags under their eyes than well, let's not tell any the of last them couple of days. What we think. We don't want to cause mass panic, do we? How long should we stick around today? Is there any purpose to us hovering until we... Are we hoping Tarek Day will turn up? Yeah, yeah, so Tarek comes in. Is his daughter with him? No. His son's not with him. Have we thought about if the fog is, like, directional? Like, is it coming from... Like, mines have, like, chimneys, right? Yeah, so is it coming, like... F- is the mist coming out of out the... of the mine? Oh, it's coming vaguely from the mountain. It's coming from that direction, rocks. certainly. So it could be coming from the mine. I wonder if Emil and Haral are in any way connected. Yeah, we. Haral spe- sounds like a man, like a grown-up, right? Yeah, absolutely. We, sp- I mean, we speculated that he might have been the one, but it looks like it was. It could be the gangmaster. He's not the gangmaster. The gangmaster is called. Garen. Oh yeah. yeah. Didn't we mention his name? Yeah. Garen was obviously lying when he said yeah. he didn't know who yeah, we was. detected. The... I think we need to identify on this note. We do the identify ritual. Maybe. Don't have enough core. Hey, I mean, it's, it's early in the morning, so you could go and ask someone. Okay. So you could ask Torik. Do you want to ask... mention Torik's son to him? I guess you could ask Torik, be like, "Oh, do you have any quartz?" And then he might he might show like that he's disturbed and knows yeah. something. Just get a gist of his. Just want to see how his son and daughter are. Why they? Maybe ask him how was your son? Is he feeling better? Because he already said he was sick. Yeah. Okay. Right. So I asked that. Like, how is your how was your boy? And he said he wasn't well. Oh no no he's still not. No he doesn't look good honestly. Um, but I'm hopefully it's just hopefully it's just (laughs) an illness that will pass. Is there a doctor in the village? 
No, no. It's too small for for there to be a physician of any sort. One of us has medicinal abilities. No, I think I think he's just he's just going to he's just going to stay in bed. Uh, I I don't want anyone to disturb him. What do you think the illness is? Is it just like a I don't uh, I I wouldn't be able to tell. You know, I don't know. He's just can not well. Can we roll to see if he's lying? To see if he knows more than he's letting on. Or you can roll insight. I would just want to know if he's covering, you know, because he kind of knows what's going on. I only got 10, so... Um, 16. Okay, well, he's being evasive, but he's not outright lying to you. How's uh, how's your daughter? She normally comes with you. Oh, yeah, she just just didn't want to leave the house today. She Did she feel quite unwell herself, or just... Oh, well, she's all right, yeah, just, I, just, I, I don't know, we, we both, we all seem to have, I don't know, I guess didn't get much sleep or something, so... Anyway, I'm just here for some food and then off to work. Um, I was wondering if you had any quartz dust that you could quartz give me. Quartz dust? Yeah. I don't, but mm. Paulus might do. Paulus Lithogarsby is one of my miners. Um, uh, if you're here th- around this evening, I, I can see, I can get, um, um, uh, Devon or Arva to bring you some if we have any in the in the mines. Thank you very much. Yeah. Okay. How how are you all? I'm tired. A bit worse for wear. Yeah. Yeah. Not not all looking great. Well, you look like shit and all. <laughs> yeah. I, I know. I know. Yeah. It seems the entire village has gone the same. Oh, way. has it? I haven't noticed. He's clearly message. He's clearly under whatever everyone yeah. else is under. This guy doesn't know as much as yeah. I hoped he would. Yeah. Definitely. He maybe knows something is up with his son, but he doesn't know why, perhaps. Or even if, yeah, sort mm. of doesn't have the energy to even weird shit going be on. cunning about things. Mm. Exactly, yeah, yeah. he's not cunning. That's, that's a problem. <laughs> well, I think one of the things we can do is try to do the ritual to identify. Well, you, yeah. could, you could find somewhere quiet and do it. You could go out into the woods and do it. You could you go in the courts. courts. You do need the courts. So he said Paulus Lithogast. Which is the father of... Eva, Eva, who saw the cry wolf. Actually, I say to him, um, actually, would it be possible for us to pop along and get the courts just from you? Is that possibility? Oh, no, no, no. We we don't allow other people to come. It's dangerous, you know, mines. You might fall in a pit or something might fall on you. So only trained professionals. We wouldn't want anything bad to happen to you. That's reasonable. Yeah, I'm happy to wait till the evening, to be honest. Haral's not anywhere around, so whether we identify him now or later. I feel like we can, um, since Torek seems willing and not suspicious, we, we could we could let this option run its course and see if yeah. we can get the dust without having the problems. I want to look at the mine at some point as well. Oh, I know if we but we're going to have to go at night, I think. Yeah, we'll yeah. have to wait till night for Great. all nice and creepy. Meet loads of those hideous yeah. zombie children. I so, do we go look at the pool? The pond. <laughs> I want to see if the blood's still there. True, yeah. Okay, so you wander out. The gate isn't open. Is the guy on his watch post oh. old man Greg? No. He's usually there. Is there like a little ladder? Could somebody yeah, theoretically just climb up? I don't know. Yeah. Probably, I'm supposing that he's too tired to get out of bed. Yeah. Um, maybe that's not worried too much about that. He's probably just feeling the same way as everybody else. Pool, pond, waterfall? Yeah, waterfall before which? Yeah. Okay, so you open the gate. So you wander off back to the bottom of the waterfall. And the blood isn't there anymore. Can I do detect magic to see if there's anything? Yep. There's blood. nothing, nothing magical around. Did we hallucinate this? Any tracks? Because yeah. we found those before. Yeah. I think maybe Ed I should have a little tracky investigation of the area. Yeah. So where? So at I the bottom of the waterfall? At the top of the waterfall? Well, the bottom, I just did the bottom. Mm. And I didn't find anything, did I? We already found the. I imagine we'll just see the same tracks yeah. that we did yesterday at the top. Be good to check though. Why not? Fair enough. We go up to the top and we check. Okay, roll survival, somebody. 
Nat 20. So you find two sets of tracks, yeah. about six days old. One of man size with quite quite tall, about six foot tall, wide stride, and the other smaller, smaller feet. Do they appear so, to be running? Yeah, they appear to be running. How did you guess? <laughs> All right, which? So you wander off down to a hut and knock on the door. You can stand in front because she'll be more pleased to see you. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good morning. We'll stand behind her as in, like, hiding. So she opens the door and goes, yes. Good morning. You're cheery this morning. <laughs> Certainly. I'm not. Why is that? Age. It catches up to you, even to me, eventually. What do you want? I was going to nap for most of the day, but now you're here. What do you want? We came to update you on the sort of the situation in the village with right. Raphael and... Go on then. <laughs> God, where do I start? <laughs> At the beginning, usually, is a good place. <laughs> I'm not appreciative of linear narratives, either. <laughs> I am. I like everything to be in a straight line and simple. Basically, we think we need your help. With we what? think they all need your help. You haven't got a curse again, have you? No, no. curses. Well, we found out that the fog is very much centred over the village and isn't in the rest of the valley. Does it reach your help? Yes. It has hints of necromancy. Necromancy? Mm, oh dear. Have you been feeling more tired than usual? Yes. Mm, we've it's all been having really bad dreams. Yeah. Oh dear. And the same dreams. The same dreams? Yes. Hell I don't yeah. know if you've had any of them. I, I don't dream, really. So. I see. I, uh, I, oh, it doesn't matter. It's not, on. not important. You, you are. Oh, I, I traded my ability to dream to a demon. <laughs> oh, of course, for... we all do that in, sometimes. In, in, for what? I don't even remember. It was so long ago. <laughs> do you miss Do you miss dreaming? Not really. Especially, well, if all, you've all been having horrible dreams, definitely not. Mm. And we think the dreams are reflecting um, traumatic events that have happened around this area as well. I yes, I th I've heard that happen, particularly when something is particularly powerful. Yeah. Mm. And um, we heard of a few of the village children having seen something at the top of the waterfall and being oh, scared right. by it. So we camped out one evening and we started to hear this singing a uh, very creepy singing just going blah 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 over that doesn't over. sound creepy at all <laughs> it was you maybe you had to be in the moment okay all right and um then a few of us sort of stealthily approached and we saw this sort of young figure of a girl standing by the waterfall but she right. didn't turn or react to us and then we decided we, we didn't know if she was we didn't know what was up with her. We thought we'd use Mage Hand to kind of just move a pedal, pebble, sorry, to see if she'd react. And then as soon as we did that, she screamed, not again, and jumped off the waterfall. Oh, oh dear. And as soon as um, I got lifted down to try to spare her from dying, because I have the magic to do that. And um, as soon as we got there, there were only bloodstains and we couldn't find her. So oh. we went back into the village and then um, we forgot to shut the door behind us. So Anastasia went back. Well, that's con that's considerate of you, at least. And then when she turned around, this girl with uh, broken legs and a caved-in face and blacked-out eyes was shuffling towards her, saying, you've done this, you've, oh it's your fault. So she ran back to us, and then we were looking for this girl again, and um, it was um, Torik Deist's son. Milano. Milano. Um, was we heard him or maybe the girl scream, and he was sort of like in a state of shock, saying, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean it. And it turns out, I think that, I mean, I don't know what involvement he had, um, but I think that he had been at the top of the waterfall with this girl and something had happened and she had fallen in, or we don't know if she was already dead at that point or not. I haven't heard of any other children dying. Not mm -hmm. certainly. Her name was Emile. Emile, I don't know the name. And mm -hmm. it's possible that she was living in the mine. Living in the mine? 
Why would you live in the mine? Not Basically, she's a she's a kid who has gone missing from somewhere, but no not one's looking. No one's looking for her. No. But well, this not, is the place where there's no there's no villages. It's but. possible that there are children in the mine who people don't know about. We've heard the phrase "mine children" used. We assume <laughs> in the title of the podcast. Madam Hen is like, oh yeah, I listen to that every week. <laughs> It's fantastic, you know. <laughs> the guy that runs it is a genius. <laughs> to summarise, there is a, so yeah, some definite overtones of bad stuff. Wait, bad but juju. what about the 35? Yeah, I was going to... Oh, yes, also, um, Torek Ghost's son had been aged. <laughs> aged? In the same way that we found Raphael's aged. body. So we think this, this girl, whatever she is, is sucking the life out of people that to seems keep like herself it. going. It's unusual. It definitely sounds like some sort of spirit, but it's unusual for spirits to. I mean, they they've usually got some sort of agenda. Like they hang around for whatever reason. Maybe for her, it's revenge of some sort because she was being kept in the mines and then fell off the waterfall. Possibly, yeah. But why why go after why go after poor Raphael then? We think he might have been there when been. she fell. Oh. Or he might have just been there at the wrong place at the wrong time and she needed to rejuvenate herself to keep going in her... I mean, but most spirits don't need to rejuvenate themselves. But because she has, uh, she, has she, a, has a she has a corporeal form. Some spirits, some spirits do have corporeal forms, but they, most of them don't need to rejuvenate, they don't need to drain, they don't need to drain the life from other things. Some do anyway, but they don't need to. And would it be possible that someone else was controlling her and they needed to... Do that to keep her going. I mean, I don't, I don't really understand how that could. Happen. I mean, that, that something must be incredibly powerful to do that. I also just had a thought. He implied to us that he had been in a situation at the waterfall with her. This is this is uh, Milano. Milano. But we've all been having these really potent dreams. It's possible that in his exhausted state under all the fog he'd been having these dreams every night and then when he saw her in real life that night he was like and he didn't know anymore whether he'd no. just been dreaming that or if yes. it was maybe real. but there were the two sets of footprints they might not the have been his though yeah it might have been him it might have been someone else footprints at the top of the waterfall yes yeah. ah. a small girl's and a tall well, we man's or yeah, yeah. smaller footprints and bigger footprints they appear yeah. to be about six days we old. think one of the them belonged to Emil but yeah. we're not sure have you told anybody else this? No. Probably for the best. We trust in you. Well, that's that's possibly foolish of you, but okay. <laughs> we did possibly we did tell our other travel companion that we think the fog was giving us weird dreams, and mm. that perhaps he should stay out of the village. But we didn't yeah. tell him anything else. I think that's a fair um, yeah. a fair assumption for anyone at this point. The fog extends to even down here, so yeah. well, it's time to set up camp outside. We hope that in return for this information, you might be able to share some wisdom with us about. Mm. Any any rumours you might have heard or thoughts that you might have about the situation? Well, with spirits, usually the best thing to do is to find their remains, salt them, and then burn them. Mm. And that usually gets rid of them. But if they are their remains? What do you mean? We don't think Emile is necessarily a ghost. We think that she... Her body else. is her. She's reanimated. Um, well, well, if you just... If you, if you dismember it, you know, remove the head... Destroy the brain if it has one. What if they? What if they need help though? Yeah, I mean, I don't feel like. I feel like that that's just getting rid of the. Yeah. Yeah. Symptom, like the not symptom. the cause. Yeah. It may just take over someone else. Well, I mean, if it's a, if it's a spirit of spirit of this little girl, if you destroy if you destroy it, it won't, you know. But it might not be the spirit of the little girl. She might just be a vessel. Mm. If that's, that makes that's sense. That's how I feel about it. A vessel. A spirit as a vessel. 
Well, the body is the vessel. Yeah. If it's a spirit, it doesn't, it, you know, it, it doesn't have a body. It doesn't wander about in a body. Its projection of itself, its manifestation of itself can, can appear corporeal, but it's not its actual remains. But to use a spirit as a vessel, I've never, I've never even heard of such a thing. Well, maybe not, not then, but perhaps somebody from outside the situation is controlling her. I feel like it's more powerful than her. Oh, um, do you think we should Madam Witch, do you have any quartz? Quartz dust? Maybe. Can you please give us some? I can sell you some. Sounds like you. <laughs> how much do you want for it? We're just going to make how, And how much did you give us? How many pounds? I can get, well, I have two pounds. I can give you, I can sell them a pound, a pound each for two gold pieces. Two gold pieces a pound. Okay, no, running a bit Are we going to end up with too much dust, though, then? But we might need to identify. Yeah, I don't think it's wasting having it. Okay, um, so you'll give us, you'll give us two pounds for four gold pieces. I'm going to buy it. I'll buy it, because I didn't save you guys or whatever. Thinking of doing some ritual magic. I think, can you help me? I've never done this I don't do I I don't do ritual magic unless I absolutely have to. It is dangerous. You could explode or get sucked into a, another dimension or or go mad or get possessed by something or cause the sun to explode, you know, like horrible things. You'd recommend it then. I I'd recommend you be careful. Now that you know about like the fog, what what are you gonna do to protect yourself? Well I'm going to see if I can ward my hut against it a bit better. Is warding something you can do because you're a witch? Yes. How big of a field can you do it for? Could you pretend to do I don't it? have I don't have a lot of the a lot of the materials. I can do my hut. Could we help you get more materials? They're not in the immediate area. You'd have to go to I guess you'd have to go to Titan's Bridge or back to Talast. You mentioned that we should be careful with any sort of ritual magic. Yes. Is there any precautions that we might be able to take? Don't fuck it up. How do people typically <laughs> fuck it up? Do I have to do it? <laughs> Probably. You have to do it. <laughs> you you're the only one that knows the ritual. Good man. We'll, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we come. Yeah, it's like if you roll one out of twenty and then like roll, you then roll on like the. There's a table. So this is the magical backlash table. Oh yeah. god. Magical backlash. Right. So, sorry, but <laughs> the first line for the effect of rolling a one is the failure of the ritual is spectacular. Oh, <laughs> Please read the rest of it. Waves of chaotic magic cascade out from the caster destroying everything in their path. The caster and all creatures within a 100 feet radius must make a DC 20 dexterity saving throw or be completely and utterly disintegrated. Fucking hell, we're just gonna do this in the town. If they they pass, if they pass, they instead take 80 force damage. Objects that cannot make reflex saves, including the ground, are automatically destroyed, (laughs) leaving a gaping crater that becomes an area of wild magic forevermore. (laughs) Whoa. So when you're doing ritual magic, if you roll a one to cast it, then you roll on this table. So if you roll a one, it doesn't automatically come on. You'd have to roll two ones in a row for that. Okay. So, what, so what is the 20? What's the best possible one roll? A 20 is, this one even sat, you're trying to minimize how good it is. Through an incredible quirk of fate, <laughs> the caster has stumbled upon a more powerful circle design or sequence of mystical words. The ritual succeeds and with an additional plus 25 to the casting check. However, the powerful magics overwhelm the caster and they fall unconscious for D10 days. Oh, wow. 
Whoa. So even the good one is No, but the ones in between aren't as, aren't as powerful. Like, so the um, average, the 10 but would be They up. all have massive side effects. Ritual yeah. magic. Um, I can become blinded and deafened for d20 hours if I get a 15. But this only if I roll a 1. If you roll one. So they're all shite. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like it would. It would have so to be. So this is after you've rolled one, and then you have to roll for those. Yeah. Two I suppose two potentially ones. you could roll a two or a three, and then it'd just fail, but not destroy us all. Um. Yeah. What's the cutoff for pass, or do you decide that as and when? Uh. So it's ten plus the ritual plus the ritual level, so it will be t- eleven. So <laughs> it works in two ways. You've got to you've got to first draw a magic circle somewhere. I'm really bad um, at circles. So yes. you have to do a dexterity check. Okay. Um, it has a DC of 10. Um, if you're proficient with calligraphy or painting tools or yeah, something, well, then you can maybe. add your proficiency bonus. Okay. And then you do, like, the casting check. Okay, can you talk me through that when it's important? Yes, when you want to do it. Okay. It's one of the more useful things that we could do right now. There was Haral's note or oh, the, the blood, blood of the girl yeah. were the two candidates. The blood of the girl sounds more of a thing. I think we haven't asked everyone we know about Haral, so... But, I mean, if we get the blood, is it just going to be like, oh, is this girl a meal? No, if I get and... a night twin. I feel like we know more about Emil than we know about Haral at this point. Haral seems like a fairly big missing Yeah, but I don't know puzzle. what the power of Identify is. Is it like, this was a note written by Haral. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> what, on yeah, exactly. What is the extent of Identify? So You're not dying just for that, guys. It gives you, like, it will give you the history of the item. The history of her blood could be really useful. Well, it might tell you what magic has been done on it, whereas yeah. the note might just tell you where the paper's from. It doesn't matter, because I'm not doing it. I don't know, so. like, I don't know what, and <laughs> it also depends on the role as well, like, I don't know what might happen. Obviously we can do multiple. I guess it's which is more immediately useful. Are you though. crazy? It's also the no, amount not... it's also the ingredients. Although I mean not I mean not now, I mean in, in the future. I feel like Haral's note isn't pressing, so That's I'm not bad. gonna risk my life for Haral would necessarily Haral for something immediate. Anyway. We've got things to be looking into for the moment. Yeah yeah. I suppose without having to um follow that path immediately. <laughs> we need to go to the mines at some point. I do something mine related but we can't obviously just Why at night? So no one's because seen um, we asked Torek about going in the day, and he was like, "No, no, it's not safe. So there's no way that." So when we can't see, that's more safe. <laughs> in the dead of night. Presumably, the mine workers will we'll be just working. Just send Malagria then. The see you later. Day. So we should go at night when it's empty. I think. Yeah. Well, is that is that where the fog was coming from? It was, it was coming from up that way, but you don't know where it was coming from specifically. Should yeah, we right. should we be checking in on on uh, Toreg? Toreg, 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 and Milano at all? Or is that suspicious? But not, not that... so obviously. Yeah. I don't think. There's too many options, too many avenues, and none at the same time. I want to go to the mine. Yeah, we can't go. We're not going to go now. We've decided we're going. We can go this evening. We're going at night. Yeah. Yes, because otherwise they'll be working there. At least when What's everyone's wrong packed with up. Working there. Because uh, they're told us not to go there. They'll kick us out. I mean, you could go and scout it out uh, during the day. True. Anastasia is sulking. Should we just go to the mine? Mm. Fuck it. Should we just go? Yeah, let's go mine. Mine right now. Scout. Mine. Scout okay. mine. Let's scout the mine. Okay. Essentially, we had two leads. We had the cultists and the giants previously. We've we've gone to them both, and we've not found much. The only thing that we have now is the mines. There's nothing really else that we can do of value other than identify something. Mm. I think it's probably just. I think identify should come and after. And there's also kind of Milano. Yeah, yeah. Milano and Tom. Kind of. But I mean, I think maybe we should leave that, and then if something's really wrong, then his dad will mention it, won't he? You trust these people so much. His dad has been bullshitting from the beginning. He's a bit. Sick. I mean, I the presume his like dad aging. like. 
I presume his dad likes his son, though. I don't know, I don't trust any of the grown men in this place. It could be that Torek's in on the mine thing. Well, I assume or if he runs the mine, he, he knows the mine. Yeah. about Yeah, and because Milano just was pretty flippant about be, the mine children as well. It would be very difficult for an, a, an owner of a mine to, yeah, not, not, to realize. not know what goes what's on What's going on? He's mine. a bad guy. But, yeah. I don't think he's a good guy. I don't know to what extent he knows what's going on. Maybe he doesn't know mm. about all the creepy narcotic magic shit. Like, maybe he does know Milano's been aging, but he's really scared about it and doesn't know what to say. <laughs> he just thought that if he didn't bring it up, no one would notice. He's <laughs> probably yeah. proud. He's like, the sun, he's growing up so fast. <laughs> the apple of my eye. Yeah. <laughs> the rotting apple of my eye. Well, whatever yeah, the situation it. there is, we're going to find out more looking into ourselves, aren't we? Yeah, 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 true. We're going to scour the mine. You leave the village and take the trail up up the mountains, um, above the waterfall, and then the trail goes off. Instead of going up to where you met Hoyle then, there's a fork that turns right. And you turn that way, and you go through this little sort of craggy gully, and then it opens out into a, a wider area. And you can see above you, after it, after about half an hour or so, half an hour walk or so, half an hour to an hour or so, you can see what looks like the entrance to a mine. It's been blocked off. There's a palisade wall being built, built around it. You can see some structures within the palisade wall. There's a couple of guard towers and some guards sort of sat on them, like looking at the valley and they see you. They see you coming up the valley, but they don't make a motion to say hi or anything. They just watch you, but you're a bit too far away to talk to them. So there's there's this wall with a with a big gate in it that's shut. There are these, you can see these wooden buildings behind, behind this wall and there's a couple of guard towers uh, and there's some smoke, some smoke rising from a chimney. Why does the mine have defenses? Actually, I wonder if people guard it at night. You'd think so if there was some weird shit going on. There's something they don't want people yeah. to discover slash steal slash wreck. Furthermore, even when we get in from where the guards are, there will be workers in there at least during the day. Maybe during the night, but definitely during the day. Who, as soon as we get in, are going to see us and be like, oh, you're not workers. If we think these kids are like child slaves, no one's, no one's looking for them, why do you think they won't be there at night? No, I think they, they, they there, will yeah. be. So who do you think won't be the grown-ups won't be there? But, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, there must be someone There are presumably guarding. adult mine workers as well. I think it's as... the fucking kids we should be afraid of, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> if Emil was a mine child, then we're fucked. I think I can take the average mine child who's, got, like, got rickets bones because they've not got any vitamin D. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, This is, like, the next stage up from Tagusadamine babies. Like, small children with bone deficiency. <laughs> I've just had a mine brain fart. Basically, I was thinking, um, you know, when and Mila was on the waterfall and she said, no, not again. It might have been that Milano was one of the search party out looking for her because she escaped. And she then died in that situation, not oh, going jumped. back because she didn't want to go into the mine again because it's such a hellish situation. Yeah. And so possibly the other mine children aren't afflicted with the same thing yet. No, but I it's because she jumped off and like all this weird shit that's causing the dreams, which I think is something to do uh, with so the Dorlia tomb or, you know, other tombs that Cathan doesn't know about. So she wasn't like enchanted or whatever or cursed, mm. but it was the, the fact that she died in the fog. In the, in the fog. Yeah, and so it's possible that she was one of these mine children yeah. and they were just slave labour and she managed to escape because, I mean, who wouldn't if given the chance? 
Milano, who knew about the mind children, was one of the people out searching for her. Maybe he was like on watch or something and she escaped and he was like, oh shit, I need to sort it. You know, that kind of thing. I'd, um, I'd, I'd, I'm not sure, but... I like the idea, and weirdly that kind of implies almost that the mind children might be like the least messed up aspect of this whole British scenario. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, which but is uh, it's just possible that she yeah. just got caught up in all this like magical... I'm, I'm excited to find out. ...business. <laughs> yeah, I assumed that the average, like the average mind child was just a child. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't. I, I assume that they weren't possessed, and that this. Yeah, that they weren't. And that yeah. Amelie is unusual in that nature. Emil. Emil. Sorry. And also, like Haral could be Emil's father, or something. I don't know. His note is quite sinister, though. But you know that in the dreams, right. you have um, the one of the father getting killed on the boat. Mm. I don't oh. know because not not all of them are, are to do with a little girl, though. But one or two of them definitely were or seem to be from her perspective. That dad dream we all dreamt it was our own father, right? Mm, yeah, I believe. Yeah. So that could kind of mean anything. Like but it's it kind transposed of from, from any from her anything. perspective. Yeah, no, for though, sure. Because yeah. yeah. it also wasn't our actual fathers. It was like dream under dream, dream fathers. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've never known your father. Yeah. Yeah. So hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Yeah. Is the supply the children? Take what you can from the river. Emil's dad died. He was killed. He was like it looked like he'd been murdered. I think. Could they have taken? The child. Possibly, yeah, because it might have been that people were passing through the river. So take what you can from the river. Yeah. I think. Kill the adults, take the children. I mean, that sounds a bit dark for just slavery, but I don't know. So would we like would we, would we like the note again just for thoughts? Because it, it, I believe yeah. it is very relevant. Yeah, please yeah. tell us. So the note is the supply has dwindled, which I speculated might be the children as well. The fools have become lazy, which are the village people because of the haze. We cannot rely on the mines either due to a lack of children or due to a lack of awe available, mm. uh, take what you can from the river. I don't know if there's a river nearby. I remember we examined a river once when yeah. we first found this note. Well, there's the White River. The only issue with that wording is that, like, the, we can't rely on the mine, take what you can from the river. Doesn't kind of... Lend itself to people. Yeah. But then also, if you've dehumanised them to the point where they're just resources. But also, like, this is a big trade route, right? Like, people are going to be on this river all the time. I mean, if you need something niche, like... Children! You recall, those of you that spent some time in Talast before starting this adventure, was that there were rumours that not all of the trade boats that they were expecting to arrive in Talast from the White River did arrive in Talast. Ooh. Oh. Basically the mine's running out of resources, because mm. that's what someone mentioned in the pub. Something yeah. about how the mines shift. Well, because only one's left open, and uh, there used to be several yeah. shafts. I'd love to find out how the kids fit into this. I'm excited yeah. for this terrifying mine trip that we're about to go on. We probably do understand enough about the note not to use the identifier on it, to be honest. I think this is a good working theory, and we will find out more information. <laughs> probably. Yeah. I definitely feel like killing people for resources after your mine is failing is like a pretty kind of. It's sad, but like a mundane day to day kind of life in the village thing, where it's like there's cursed children, ghosts and necromantic fog is kind of all a little, um... It's an extra level above, isn't it? More of a, yeah. you know, Christmas treat. It could be, um, Just once a year. If there is that kind of element of, like, child sacrifice, it could be that that is kind of stirring up shit in the area, like the, the, um, Dolia temple. Like, it could be that that's being spurred on and shit's being stirred up and it's all kind of connecting through like the evil magic juju kind of yeah. evil juju that's uh okay so there's potent spiritual forces at work yeah and like maybe people and it's gonna be awoken by bad yeah. activities yeah the things that lurk below oh yes the, yeah 
because the whole the Dolia temple was all about sacrifice and bloodletting and sacrifice yeah, stuff, wasn't it? So I don't know if there could be some kind of ancient magics that yeah. are being awoken by like, the sort of the shitty stuff that they're doing. They've kind of repeated the processes of these weird sacrifices in their Possibly, like, boring yeah. mind shit. No, I think that the creepy magic shit probably has something to do with the Kalno. Yeah, because Grivano said that Kalno was messing around with ancient evil things that lurk beneath, so she totes well, shouldn't have been. Yeah, we're working on that. Hopefully in a couple of days we'll be able to speak to Hueldan's brother and that might go well, yes. might go poorly, but it's yeah. a good but, it's yeah, a good lead. Hueldan might have told Kalno all, all about us. <laughs> I think it was Malagria. Yeah, I think it's Malagria. What? I think it was you that killed... Oh, what's her name? Emil? I mean, the second time... <laughs> not even really the second. I, mean, I, didn't, I didn't kill her the first time. I mean, not even really the second time. Like, no, I mean, at what time. point? At what point is encouraging someone to commit suicide, you know, murder? I think I, 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 it's yeah, pretty. I, it's pretty it hazy. Was, it was manslaughter at best. I mean, I'm not that bothered that she's died. <laughs> I guess she didn't even die. She was alive. So. Exactly. Yeah. Why are we even having this she conversation? She just like re-died. She was just like reliving her own death. And as an idea, we've got loads of spare time. Shall we go and get you a pet? Should we spend eight hours and get you a pet? And then we'll have one extra party member when we go down there. Yeah, and the panther's good at sneaking and all that stuff. There you are. <laughs> so I think that might be worth doing, because we've got yeah. we're not gonna do anything else until dark comes, True, are we? Okay, so you have all oh well I suppose you need some fine food. Pot if I go to nice. the town and Yeah. The inn. Inquire. You can go back to the inn. The tyrant's head. There are a couple of people around. And Atina's sort of there. Just sort of leaning on the bar with her head on her hand, oh, really? sort of staring into space. I wondered if you know anyone who's skilled chef. So Anatina, Anatina looks at you and says, "Well, <laughs> Donald does the cooking mostly." Donald! Oh. Donald! <laughs> Oi! Donald! And he sort of come. He walks up from the kitchen and goes, "Yes, yes. What, 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 what can I do? What can I do? What?" I wondered if I could buy some food from you, please. Yeah. Your finest food. Sweet potato food. truffle fries, please. <laughs> I've got what? What are those words? Oh fucking hell! What are we gonna do? Well, I I can make you some in. What's the most expensive thing you could make? Uh, I think I can make your like, finest ingredients. I can make like a a creme de menthe souffle. Sounds fucking mint. <laughs> hey <-o>. hey. <laughs> That was good. I like that. Yeah. Have an inspiration point. That was funny. <laughs> yes. What does that mean? You get an inspiration point, and you can use it to um, gain advantage on any roll, or to, and you can do it after the fact. So if you get a roll and you don't like it, you can spend your inspiration point to re-roll it, or you can give yes. like someone that's attacking you disadvantage on their roll. Do you think that a panther is gonna like a creme de menthe souffle? I don't know if it would be in its uh, dietary repertoire. <laughs> it's for the spell, I think. The panther will just smell slightly food. minty. More, it's like an <laughs> offering. Do it be it's like an offering. Mm. Do, I, do we get to yeah. eat the, the the souffle after? <laughs> after <laughs> Sure. The, pan the, the souffles for the panther. Yeah. Donald can make you all creme de menthe souffles, yeah, if you so wish. All right, and he goes to, he goes off to work, and Andy says, well, can I get you anything else? Do you have okay. any whiskey? No, no whiskey, sorry. We, we we were meant to get a shipment, but it never arrived from Titan's Bridge. Have there been other incidents like this? Incidents like what? Like trades not arriving. Uh, she squints at you and says, well, I don't really know what you mean. <laughs> I just heard on the road. You heard? You heard from where? Yeah, we were in Talast. And we heard that some of the shipments hadn't arrived, like the local people there, which is a bit weird, really, when you think about it. Dangerous place, the White River. True. Stuff goes missing all the time, who knows? Who knows? How much is it for one of those uh, mountain blood? Uh, two copper pieces. And for the posturing? 
creme de month. Mm-hmm. Three copper pieces. I mean, I think I'm gonna have a mountain blood. So that's kind of my my jam. Are you, you want know? a drink? No. I'm gonna stay focused. Mountain blood, please. Pint. You, yeah. you want a pint of mountain blood? Do you have any stout? Yeah, we've got a stout. You can buy me a stout. That's alright, yeah, I'm sure. I'll stick to the mountain blood. So you're all having your drinks, and the, the mountain blood is strong, and it, it numbs your tongue, and but burns on the way down. You're all having your drinks, and uh, someone wanders into the pub, and he goes up to the goes up to the bar and says, Alatina, uh, a pint, please. He goes, alright. You're right, Devin. And pours him a pint. He sort of looks at you, like, <laughs> quizzically, and then goes and sits in the corner. Well, obviously we should go and talk to him. Let's go and talk to him. Also, Tibor sort of stumbles down the down the stairs and um, looks a bit like he doesn't really know what's going on. Hi, Tibor. Hello. Um, 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 yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting worried. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, I'm, time, time's getting on. I need to be, I need to be getting on. Uh, um, and this, this guy still hasn't turned up, and I, I can't find Vindraveni anywhere. What other alternatives do you have for maybe, like, leaving here? Well, we've we've got to do what we came for. Yeah, well, I don't know, I know, but, I mean... Oh! If we get, you know, split up just because we're doing different things in the day, and then is there somewhere else that you could go? I suppose the nearest place is only, I guess, like, three days away. Yeah, yeah. I, I need to find... Well, this guy hasn't turned up. I haven't seen Vindraveni for, like, a couple of days. I don't know where he is. Where does Ventraveni live in the village? Don't know. What's his job, sorry? What do you want to He's a seneschal. He's a seneschal. He's ostensibly in charge of the village. Oh. Have you been speaking to the locals and yeah, asking? Yeah. And what, what have they said that none of them have seen him? Well, they, uh, they, most of them don't know who I'm talking about. Uh, really? Bit odd, that. Yeah. I think they're all a bit sleep-addled, or lack yeah. of sleep-addled. Yeah, I, I, I think so too. Garen Tavico was a bit iffy about it, but... Who? What did he say? He's the the um, the gangmaster for the mine. And what he didn't he didn't well, like. I don't know. Him. I don't know. He like he just tried to avoid all of my questions. You met him actually. Um, he he was <coughs> the first one that came and talked to you when you were. Uh, he was the very first person. Oh, nice and actually, he came and spoke to you, and you asked him about Horal, and he was a bit standoffish. He about lied. And um, and then he went and sat with uh, a man and a woman, and the man that's just come in, who's called Devin, is one of the people he went to sit, sit with. Ooh. Interesting. Uh, you have to play it cool, guys. If you mentioned to T-Bar no uh, that we want to go and speak to <laughs> Devin, he might want to come as well. Should we just say, oh, we saw them hanging out. Have you well, spoke to this Devin we guy? We all go anyway. No. I don't want to get him in a dicky situation. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess Malaga is at this point just sitting in the corner being... Seven. Well, also, seven foot goth with, like, facial scarring probably shouldn't be, like, questioning people. Doral might be, like, really sleepy and, like, ugh, so we might be able to get more information out of him than maybe he would normally. Devin. Oh, Devin, yeah. He's not sleepy, is he? Did he seem sleepy? Uh, not particularly, actually. He, he seems be. a bit more with it. You two are the most normal looking, so you two should definitely go. Would you like a third person? I'm gonna hang back with Tibor. Maybe buy him a drink. Yeah, you could buy him a drink. Okay, Ed, I should we, should we drop? Right, so we saunter over. Okay, he <laughs> looks at you suspiciously. You right? Hello? No, yeah. Uh, can we buy you a drink? Not gonna say no. Oh, yeah. yeah, go oh, ahead. Right. Go ahead. So, what, what's your tipple? Stout, mountain blood, creme de month, whatever, whatever, really. You've got to pick one. If you could pick one, what would your pick be? Well, if you're buying, it's uh, creme de month, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Deal. Uh-huh. There's a suggestion as well now. Yeah, you could cast a suggestion on him. You could suggest he tell you something. Yeah. You should <laughs> generally <laughs> chat to him first. That's cool years, why he's here. You We're travelling through. Travelling through. Been here a few days, though. Nowhere to go from here. Yeah. yeah. We're just feeling really tired. Yeah, I noticed that. Don't know why. People get people getting tired for some reason. How are you, how are you feeling? I'm all right. It's my day off. Uh, having a nice time, enjoying the sunshine. You know, enjoying a drink. Yeah. Cheers, by the way. You're very welcome. Oh, what's Keep your name? Devin. 
Devin, where are you Devin. from? I'm um, from Titans Bridge originally, and then you know I'm, I'm now live here. Oh, you live. You yeah, live here. I served with uh, with Garen like in the war, and when he started working in the mine, he offered me a job or like suggested to Torek that I that I come and guard the mine. So I did. Oh, you guard the mine. Yeah. Oh, are you just clocked off work? Oh, I'm off today. You're off today. Yeah. Out of context, the fog doesn't reach the mine. Maybe if they're like station, if there are like guards and potentially some like workers or whatever state in dormitories. Is it too overt? at the mine? Too overt yeah. to ask him where he's where he lives. I think like, that's just a bit obvious. Like you don't you don't seem like everyone else. Do you? I mean, do you want me to just sex it up? Because I can do that. <laughs> I mean, you keep offering. No big deal. <laughs> We're too cloak and dagger with these conversations. I want to see some fucking heads busted. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was a lovely creme de month. I'd, uh, I'd love another one. Would you? Yeah. How about we switch up a bit? How about stuff? See how fast you can drink it. That's just cheaper. That's why you're suggesting it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I'm rich for a reason. I'm economical. <laughs> yeah, sure. What if I bought you two? Brilliant. Right, two stouts for the man, please. Do you want anything, Adam? Yeah, I'll, I'll have a stout as well. Cool. Thanks. Yeah, so uh, what, what are you guys doing there? Been here, been here a few days? Enjoying the sights? See the waterfall? Yeah, yeah. Not, not much else to do. I had a look at the waterfall. It's yeah. um <laughs> Yeah, it's very wet. Yeah. Oh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a waterfall. They tend to be a bit yeah. wet. <clears throat> yeah, I, I enjoy hunting animals and picking up men in the bath. <laughs> As a sixteen year old human. Oh uh, no, she's a bit young for me. Let's get some stuff. <laughs> Aren't you like a hundred? In human years, I look about yeah. twenty-four. How old is Devin? Uh, Devin, he's in his mid-thirties. Is he hot? Uh, he's all right. Is he big? <laughs> so he's he's quite he's he's muscular. Oh. <laughs> we Aberyn are pretty strong. So does he have scars? Yeah. Oh, Cathan's like, I'm coming. <laughs> Cathan has scars too. I noticed scars on your amazing biceps. What, what are they from? Oh, well, yeah, well, uh, this one, this one was a Hamish Land Cutlass. This one was from a bit of masonry at Siege of uh, Marin. And uh, uh, this one, uh, I fell down a ditch. I die. What the fuck is he saying? Ask him some more important questions. Okay, sorry, sorry. Okay, so um. He finishes finishes no, downing his second the stout. Second stout. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> How was that? It's good. Keep him coming. Oh yeah. Did yeah. You yeah. What's your tolerance like? Uh, well, pretty good. Yeah. Pretty right. good. Should we both uh, down a stout? Sure. I actually have a really high tolerance, guys, because I'm an Averin, so... Nice. Oh, can I come over with, like, some drinks? Oh, the dragon. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, more rare. Yeah. I've got a yeah. few friends, yeah? Can yeah. I, all right, yeah, come, come on, on, come on down, guys. Oh, you brilliant, your big drink, brilliant. As long as you're paying, uh, you know, everyone's welcome. I'll bring over three styles. One for me, one for Devin, one for Anna Stars, yeah. Thank you, thank you, mm, thank you. Oh. Yeah. He's all wobbling. Right. Yeah. Another stout. <laughs> oh, yeah. How are you feeling? Pretty good, pretty good. You don't live far, do you? No, 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 I, no. I, most of the time I'm like camped in the, camped in the mine, camped in the mine, like mine compound. Oh, you know. right, yeah. God, it must be cold out there. It's all right, we've got blankets, fire, you know. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. You know, the, the, the like, smelter up there keeps, keeps us all warm. Do you bring up a little stock of mountain blood with you? Oh, well, well yeah, uh, Garen doesn't drink up there because, uh, you know, uh, dangerous and all that, so. 
I mean, yeah, that, and, like, that we've got to be we've got to be with it to make sure like nobody gets out, you know, so um, to make sure nobody gets in, you know. So uh, yeah, of course. I bet people are always trying to get in and out of the mines. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it's a silver mine, so we've got valuable stuff, so we've got to keep it safe. Do people actually steal from you? Uh, well, well, uh, you never know. Band- there are bandits all over the place, aren't there? So you know, lots of shady characters yeah. coming and going. What are your workers like? They must you must trust them. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, mostly. Most, mostly the little shits, but you know. They're not very big. You'd imagine they'd have to be quite strong. Uh, well, they, 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 oh, they, they get like wiggle into tight spaces, you know. Anyway, yeah, yeah, they're fine. They're, yeah. they're good. Yeah, yeah. Well, so you're not looking for brawn then, you know, because uh, I start flexing. And <laughs> this strong. dragon flexes. Uh, he looks very confused. It's just like, I, 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 I don't really Sometimes understand. she's playful. Khan's constantly thirsty. <laughs> if you're trying to pick him up, you're going to have to slow down. How's that stout treating you? Good. Can you try something else? What else do they have here? Do you know? Well, Mountain Blood's next, isn't it? I'm going to get a Mountain Blood for me as well. Wait, I'm on a stout and two Mountain Bloods now. Okay. Uh, could you make um, a constitution save for Pam? <laughs> what have you done? Oh, because you're trying to do Mountain Bloods. <laughs> Guys, we need to fucking get a panther. <laughs> Stop Dude, you getting have to... drunk. I don't have to get a panther. I have oh, yeah, to get was... drunk. Yeah. Uh, well, it's only been about half an hour, so... Yeah, it's got a... He's drinking bait. Fucked. He's he's wasted. And it's daytime. Yeah, yeah. He's like struggling Swinting. to sit. You know, he's really, really good. hammered. Great, yeah. great, fantastic. <laughs> Where's that mountain blood? I like you guys. You we guys like are you good. Too, babe. Mm. Thanks. Mm. Yeah. I made up a song about mountain blood that I think we should all sing. <laughs> My <laughs> chant literally goes, mountain blood, mountain blood. Drink too much and you'll go down with a thud. So Constitution saying. <laughs> Yeah, basically, Cathan gets far too enthusiastic singing, stands up, does a twirl, and then just vomits all over the floor of the bar, and then falls over into it and passes out. <laughs> so Anatina goes, oh, for fuck's sake, I'm going to have to clean it. All right, all right, can you can you help me move her? Like, somewhere... Oh. Yeah. What is, what is it? What is this colour? I don't... Oh, oh, it stinks. It really stinks. Wait, do I have purple puke? No, no, it's bright green. So she tries to start moving you. It's like, can you give me a hand? We've got to move it. Well, let's take her outside, you know. And so they drag you outside. And then, um, yeah, Anatina comes back with a bucket of water and passes it to Actum and says, like, here, look, use this. Actum throws a bucket of water over you and it rouses you from your drunken slumber. Um, everything's very blurry and very fuzzy and seems to be vibrating quite a lot. And Devin, is, Devin who is still in the tyrant's head, goes, well, didn't know Yankova couldn't drink. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> so you think you can beat her, huh? Well, Oh, I've, I've, yeah. Yeah, I guess yeah. you already have. Yeah, exactly. Another round? I'm still, I'm still sitting. Oh, what do we God. think we can actually ask this guy? Yeah, that's one thing we didn't really figure out before. Vague questions like, oh, yeah, my um, uncle worked in mining. <laughs> Heard it's a tough trade. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Dan- dangerous. Yeah. You know, uh, like big pits to fall down. Rocks can fall on you. You can get stuck in like little little sharp tunnels. That's why That's why we use the, the uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, like, I'm gonna suggest something, I guess. Yeah, maybe suggest, I he's, he's drunk, drunk now. as well. He'll, but that won't affect his rolls there. He might roll with disadvantage though. He's drunk enough to roll with disadvantage? Probably he's drunk enough to roll with disadvantage at this point, yeah. It seems to be quite suggestible. Is it a, is it quite valuable the ore you're getting from the mine to have Well it's not it's not ore so much, it's just like little um silver silver stuff. Uh but you know, we melt it down and uh yeah, that's that's what the smelter's for. Have you had uh Hooligans? Is that why you need the guards? Uh, hooligans? Well, well, you know, we've got to we've got to keep keep everything safe and everyone safe, and uh, we don't want we don't want stuff getting out that's not meant to get out. You know, 
We don't want to, to yeah, we don't want to lose things. Oh, that happened and that was bad. Oh, really? What happened? Oh, oh, uh, 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 I yeah. suggest you uh, tell her the truth. If you can. Okay, so what's your spell save, DC? Um, 12. 12. Well, well, uh, well, I suppose I should tell you the truth. So, uh, so you know, like, Milano, Milano came in and the, uh, he's, he's, a, he's a dodgy one, that one. And uh, he, he, he took one of our workers, a little girl, and, um, you know, took her off. And then, uh, uh, I don't know, like, she, I, I don't quite know what happened, but she was in, like, when... We had to go and get fetch her body, and she was in horrible state. And uh, and and yeah, and we had to we had to brick her up in an old mine shaft. So um, let me just run it run it back. <laughs> let me let me that just is... let me come at, come at that again from a different. Just you know. kill him. Like, Milano is the I one who took her. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah Milano. Milano's the yeah, guy like got fetched. You know, yeah, yeah, I know. Do you know but... why he took her? Because he's you know he's got you know he's dodgy like that. He uh, he uh, he's done stuff in the past. Yeah. What did he do to? We we keep him. He, he's, you know, like like Torek mostly keeps him away from all all of the other kids. But what's he done before? Uh, too much bad things. And he works as a guard. On no, no, son of the mine owner, isn't he? Right. So does he get access regularly? Well, yeah, supposedly, but he's not not meant to be up there anymore. Not after that. Sorry. What did you say you did with Emil's body? Wait. 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 What? <laughs> You said Fuck. 